This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. Behind a seven-run first inning, Oakland kept right on rolling on Saturday afternoon, beating the White Sox by the final of 13-2 to take the first two of this three-game set. The green and gold got to work early in the bottom of the first. After a leadoff double by Marcus Simeon, Matt Chapman followed with one of his own to open the scoring off of White Sox starter Dylan Kobe. The runner at second, and the pitch to Matt is a drive into right. This is well hit. Going back on his J at the track, looking up, and it's off the base of the wall. Here's Simeon around third, coming to the plate. He'll score the throw goes into second and back-to-back doubles by the A's and the A's take an early 1-0 lead. Four batters later with one out and the bases loaded, Robbie Grossman came through on an 0-2 pitch. Two pitch to Grossman is hit to the hole and threw into left. That's a base hit. Chapman has scored. Olsen's around third. There's no throw on him and Robbie Grossman a ground ball through the left side hole scoring two and the A's take a 3-0 lead. After Ramon Laureano grounded into a fielder's choice, Chris Herman kept the A's big inning going with two outs batting with runners on the corners. Herman hits a shot into right center for a base hit and the A's laid 4-0. Davis can walk home from third. Laureano stops at second. Herman stays hot and the A's lead 4-0 in the first and that's it for Dylan Covey. And then came the crowning blow in the opening frame as Franklin Barreto greeted new White Sox pitcher Ross Detweiler by blowing the game open. That swung on hit to left field hit well. Jimenez turning around he will watch it fly and Barreto has done it to the White Sox again. A three-run shot, and now it's a huge bottom of the first, and the A's take a 7-0 lead. A's skipper Bob Melvin on the three-run home run and Barreto's power, and Barreto, through an interpreter, comments on his long ball as well as his approach at the plate. You know, that first bat for a younger guy who's trying to get some at-bats and trying to get some consistency, you know, that first at-bat is, is key. You know, you get a hit in that first at-bat, you relax a little bit, and, you know, in a long game like that, so... Again, it's the biggest hit of the game. We had we scored some runs before that, but that one kind of, I don't want to say it seals the deal, but it puts some distance to where we, you know, we can be pretty comfortable with where we are. Definitely has that ability. I mean, for, for his size and stature, he's got as much power as anybody. He has power to the off-fields. He's, you know, he's a very talented guy. So it's just about getting him some playing time and getting him comfortable and let his talent level take over. I was looking for a pitch that I can make a contact on, and he uh, gave me a curveball in that location and put a good swing on it. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, focusing on three good pitches that you can actually take advantage of and the pitches that you want to swing at, not the ones that the pitcher wants you to swing at. Yeah, we've been talking about that process for a while, and I think the process is just uh, shrinking the strike zone. Uh, I did a good job of doing that in the minors, and I've um, been doing that the same here in the majors with, with just making sure it's smaller zone. To go with all the offense in the first, the A's 
flashed a little leather in the second. With one out and a runner on first base, Marcus Simeon helped hold the White Sox down. This is a line drive, a leaping catch at short by Simeon. He holds on, in fact, the first goes to minute. Climbing the ladder, Marcus snaring that ball, took it right out of the sky, and that's the first out. In the fourth, the green and gold kept it going at the dish. One out hits by Simeon and Chapman put runners on second and third, and then three straight singles by Olsen, KD, and Mark Canna got the A's to double digits. Swung on line in the gap in right center field, coming on, taking on a hop is John Jay, that will score a run. Moving in from third across the plate is Simeon, on to third base is Chapman, RBI single, Matt Olsen, a nine-game hitting streak, and the A's have an 8 nothing lead. Here comes the 3-1. Fastball challenges him, and he rockets it back up the middle. An RBI for Davis. Coming home is Chapman. It's 9-0 Oakland. Davis RBIs in each of the first two games out of the break. He's got 45 on the season. Olsen up to second base. And the lefty fires. It's chopped left side through the hole. A base hit. Olsen to third. Turning, making his way to the plate. The ball mishandled by Jimenez. Davis will take an extra 90 feet. He'll get the third standing up. Up to second base is Canna. It's 10-0 Oakland. A single and an RBI for Kenna, and an E7 moves everybody up 90 feet as the A's now pour it on on Chicago. After so much production on Friday night from the bottom of the A's lineup, it was the top four on Saturday that did most of the heavy lifting, combining for eight of the A's 13 hits and nine of their 13 runs. Bob Melvin on the top of his lineup. You look at those first four guys, and that's the strength of our team. And, you know, yes, we have the ability to, and a lot of production toward the middle and the bottom, but, you know, those are the guys you rely on to, to do the brunt of the work and, and hit good pitching and, or, you know, the guys that you count on in the big situations. So not a surprise to, to see them all, you know, have good games today. Another A's run in the fourth made it 11-0, which was more than enough for Oakland starter Chris Bassett, who fired six shutout frames to notch his sixth win of the season. Melvin weighs in on the start, and Bassett adds that he used more of his repertoire on Saturday at the advice of a couple other members of the A's rotation. Yeah, obviously you want a big lead, but, you know, now there's a little bit more pressure. You feel like you have to throw the ball down the middle, and, you know, in a one nothing game, obviously there's, there's a little bit more intensity and focus to it, but, you know, gave us six innings like he did and you know we were able to cut his pitch pitch count down a little bit and at the end of the day pitched really well. Threw a lot more curveballs today, a lot more changeups. I threw probably more changeups today than I did all year combined. So I mean yeah Seattle kinda exposed me a little bit when it comes to like one little speed gap with the cutter and fastball and kind of made adjustment from there. Putting a pitch in hitters' heads. I haven't done that all truly all my career. I haven't done it. Every team has seen me enough times where they have a good game plan for me. Like I said BA and fire pull me aside with the score now 12-0, Blake Trinan entered the game for Oakland, but the White Sox greeted the 2018 All-Star by spoiling the shutout. With runners on first and second, Jose Rondon gave Chicago a run. 1-2 pitch line to third, it's past Pinder and toward the left fielder Grossman for a base hit. Coming around third is Sanchez, and he will score the first run for Chicago today. On a 1-2 pitch, Rondon wraps one in the left, gets the RBI's eighth, and the A's lead is now 12-1. Trining completed his outing, giving up another run on an RBI ground out to make the score 12-2. Despite giving up the two runs, Melvin shows confidence that Trining will return to last year's form. You know, I don't know if it's the ideal spot. He's used to a lot of intensity where, you know, we just wanted to get him in a game where he could just work on what he's doing, get some rhythm, and throw the ball the way he's used to. 
forced to throw the ball down the middle for the most part. And, you know, sometimes when you have to do that, you, you get a little, you know, it's just a different uh, scenario for him being out there in that type of game. So we'll, we'll get him some more out of him. We'll get him comfortable. Leading 13-2 to two, thanks to a sacrifice fly in the eighth by Ramon Laureano, Brian Schlitter pitched the ninth and closed the door on the White Sox, delivering the A's the series Schlitter win. Throws. It's a ground ball to third. Pinder giving ground has it. Turns and fires to first. And the A's have taken the first two games of the series in a very big way today. The A's ride the seven-run bottom of the first inning to a 13-2 win over the White Sox. Winners of 16 of their past 21 games, the A's are now 11 games over the 500 mark at 52-41 and 41 overall. The green and gold will go for the sweep of the White Sox on Sunday afternoon behind lefty Brett Anderson, who's in search of his 10th win of the season. Chris Townsend will get your pregame coverage started at 12.05 p.m. on Sunday with A's total access, followed by first pitch at 107 along the Oakland A's radio network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.